Ka-ching! Ka-ching! Bling! 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 This episode of Monocycle is brought to you by Society6.com, a marketplace that currently houses the art of 250,000 different artists. You can participate by purchasing their work. Each piece is extremely unique in that they're made to order, and for every purchase made, an artist is paid. You get a special deal because if you go to society6.com slash manrepeller and enter the code manrepeller at checkout, you get 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's society6.com slash manrepeller, entering the code manrepeller, and then getting 20 off and free shipping. I don't know what's better than that. Amplify your lifestyle with the perfect artwork. Don't wait. Discover. Hello! Welcome back to Monochicle, Monochicle, Monocycle, Monocycle. This is fresh, this is new, I'm back. It's Monocycle, four man repeller, hosted by your host, Malcolm Gladwell, or the artist formerly known as Leandra Medine. I sometimes go by Cohen, but then I still call myself Leandra Medine, and that's my author title on the site. But, you know, I just, I like living in the gray. I don't know what else to say. I didn't even mean to rhyme, but I'm glad that I did. Anyway, I don't even know how long it's been. I mean, I wasn't sure if anyone would notice, to be quite honest, because, you know, it's like a quick 10-minute weekly show that you listen to while you're getting your coffee. You kind of listen, you kind of don't, and... For as indulgent as I sometimes feel like the prose that I put out can be, the feedback I received has been really thoughtful and helpful in that it actually does turn out sounding relatable. There's something about articulating what you're thinking with words that's so different from the way that you write them. You know, it's supposed to be a show that's a weekly 10-minute digest that's effectively about anything. It doesn't have to be so deep and feel like a therapy session every single time. And, you know, sometimes I'm too tired to go deep or sometimes I don't have anything deep to say. And the most complicated thought going through my mind is how much sweet potato is too much sweet potato? So I think I just needed to press the reset button. And you know, this is really true about my writing also. I decided that I was going to take the month of June off from writing. And June off turned into a lot of July off, turned into it's August 20-something right now, and I've probably only published like two or three pieces in the past two weeks. And the reason I decided to take June off is because I was kind of tired, felt like all of my opinions and thoughts were feeling really one note. And I I don't want to call it burnout because I'm sick of that word and I don't like the word. And I think that if you tell yourself that you're burnt out, you will burn out. So I'm trying not to use that word burnout anymore, but I I suppose I felt tired and I wasn't sure what I had to share anymore and how I was going to share it. And I realize now that what I needed was essentially a refresh. I needed to hit the reset button. And I've been thinking a lot about why and what, what may have happened. 
And part of it I've come to determine probably had to do with the quote-unquote public suffering. So I realize now that I'm actually only now just beginning to recover, but I tried so hard to feign recovery so many times over the course of the time that I was still so upset. And that veiled the suffering and the grief with this terrible mask of shame. I felt guilty about how bad I felt. And I look back now and I'm like, why did I do that to myself? perfect example. You have a terrible stomach virus one day. You have to take off work. Totally unforeseeable. You woke up, started vomiting, had no clue why, could trace it back to whatever the dish you ate the night before that made you vomit was. But you got to take the day off. And it's supposed to be a really important big day at work. You're probably even kind of excited for the day, but you just are not going to be able to make it. And so you spend the whole day basically kneeled over your toilet, which sucks. But you're also trying to reconcile for the fact that you're not at work. So you're trying to send emails and you're not really watching TV and actually recovering. And then it cut to a week later or two days later when you're feeling better and you're like, why didn't I just take that fucking day to, to care for myself? Why was I so bent out of shape about getting my emails out on time? Maybe that's never happened to you, but it happens to me all the time. And I'm constantly looking back in hindsight and thinking, why couldn't I just be in the moment and acknowledge and accept where I was? But let's move on from that. I was told earlier in the spring, it was actually really interesting. I went to this, um, this religious mystical healer and I, I explained to him the trajectory of the past three years of my life, what I had been going through this and that. And without my even having to finish my story, he sort of cut me off and was like, you're so tired. You've been working so hard. You're running on empty. It's been three years and you've been running on empty. And the reason you're still able to keep going is because you're a little bit, he didn't call me a narcissist, but I read between the lines and this is what I uncovered from the conversation. You're a little bit narcissistic and you get off on the adrenaline from writing and sharing and putting stuff out there. And so you're running on this reserve fuel that's built on your adrenaline and you just need to stop because until you let the tank get completely empty, you can't actually refill it. So that was a really uh, refreshing and new perspective that no one had really brought to me. And I thought about it and I was like, yeah, you know what? You're kind of right. Like, I do feel pretty shitty most of the time and then I put something out there and I feel kind of better and I'm excited about the feedback and I'm hoping that people want to respond and it's, it's, you know, it becomes a moving organism and I'm engaged in a conversation and it's bigger than me and it's not just about me anymore and that's what keeps me going and consistently keeps me going but at a certain point, I mean, you got to let the tank get empty and then refill it, right? Can't drive a car on reserve fuel forever, am I right? So I thought a little bit about how I could let my tank get to empty and determined that uh, robbing myself of all of the vain pursuits, I'm going to call them, that I engage in, I'm going to rob myself of all of those pursuits for a couple of months and see how it makes me feel. And frankly, at first, when I stopped writing, it was, it was sort of nice, you know, for uh, I think it was the first time since before I started Man Repeller. No, I actually think it was the first time in my life that I didn't feel like I had homework because, you know, when you're a writer, you're always on deadline and you, you always have due dates. It's basically just like continuing school. Only hopefully you get to write about stuff that interests you. So it felt kind of good at first for like two or three weeks, but then I started to feel a little bit empty 
cut to July when I felt relatively ready to start writing again, but had this sort of coming to moment with Man Repeller where I decided that the direction in which we were growing didn't quite feel like the direction that I felt we were supposed to be growing in. So I took a step back, started thinking about restructuring, what employees made sense within the organization, who deserved a promotion, who maybe needed to be let go so that they could pursue passions elsewhere, et cetera, et cetera. And so that really pulled me away from writing again. And then in the beginning of August, I went away for a little while. And now we're in the middle of August and I got back and I am itching to write again, but totally feel like a 14-year-old girl who's going on her first date. You know, sometimes I look around the writer's room and you know, I, I glance over at Harling or I glance over at Haley and I'm like, how do they do that? How do they churn out all the content that they are putting out that's hilarious and thoughtful and funny? And then I have to smack myself in the head and I'm like, wait, Leandra, you don't just work here. You started the damn thing. Like, you hired them. You trained them. The point is really that they're freaking fabulous writers, and I'm very happy and excited and proud that I get to work with them. But, mm, I guess the point is that I've been reflecting a lot over the past three months. I've been journaling a ton. There are so many entries in my iPhone notes. Maybe one day I'll compile those and publish them too. I don't know. But... To be quite honest, I feel very excited to say that I'm feeling really alive again. More alive than I have in a really long time. I'm excited to be back, and I want to get sharing again. I do think I've outgrown the voice that I've cultivated over the course of my 20s. And I'm still in a phase where I'm figuring out the new voice. And some stuff is going to work and some stuff is not. But the only way to actually explore whatever this voice is going to become is by trial and error, is by getting back out there and starting to write again. Asking myself, what sounds real? What sounds right? What is my quote-unquote truth? I don't know. That's what I've got. The point is that I'm happy to be back, and I am back. And when I say back, I mean back. We're going to roll out a new weekly cadence. Episodes are going to be a fab 10 minutes. I can't stop saying the word fab, by the way, and I've been thinking about bringing fat back, as in P-H-A-T, pretty hot and tempting. So that's something that I'm going to try out, too. I'm going to try to incorporate more interviews into this show. I'm going to talk a little bit more about fashion. Or maybe I won't. I don't know. And even in spite of the fact that I said sometimes I don't want to get deep and be so motivational... I think I also can't help it, as evidenced by the culmination point of this here episode. Signing off, your friend Malcolm. I missed you so much. I hope you missed me too. Holler back, please. Send a tweet, at Leandra Medine, or or an Instagram message, at Leandra M. Cohen. I will be waiting with fingers a-blazing. Good night, everybody. You know you like that. You know you like that. See, I read the most high, still I'm the most fly. I went so much, they wanna know who I'm coached by. Every day approached by chicks when I was most tired. Wanna give me so side, but I'm like, don't try.